Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Seavers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. All right, Charger Nation. We say it every week, but this time we actually mean it. We've got a very special guest. He's half man, half cheese, holding it down for Wisco, the pride and joy of the blue and white Hillsdale College basketball's own Davis Larson. Davis, how the heck are you, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, boys. Dude, so first things first, coming off of a big-time dub against Davenport, it it was supposed to be a close game, right? What ha- You guys just murdered them the entire game. What happened? I think, I don't know, we just, after a tough loss at Ferris, you know, we kind of had to regroup, and I think... Uh, we knew uh, we we didn't want to be uh, we didn't want to have four losses at the time, so we just kind of regrouped. We just kinda, we got motivated and we just say hey, we're not we're not losing a game on our home floor, and that's what we had to do, and that's what we did. We ran good offense, played really good defense, and we got the win. You talked about your game, Davis, on Wednesday against Ferris. You guys were winning at the half, um, and then Ferris came out with a big run, and you guys just could not control what they had in the second half. Fast forward to Saturday. You guys had a huge lead at halftime. Next thing you know, Davenport cuts it down to seven, and you guys respond well. What was kind of the difference between Wednesday and Saturday and, and the way your team responded? I think it was just kind of Coach Tharp just calming us down a little bit and knowing that, you know, we're on our home floor. We got the fans behind us. We're not away. We're not at Ferris State where all the fans are against us, and they're just hooting and hollering at us. They're they're with us. They're, they're supporting us, so that was the biggest thing. And I know it was a 1 o'clock game on Saturday, but we had a good, we had a good fan turnout uh, at the game, and we were happy about that. And they they kept they kept cheering us uh, cheering cheering us on through the whole game and um, we battled through some adversity especially early in the second half and uh, we got the win again we I think we won by twenty or something we eventually got up to around thirty yeah. and it was just it was just good team basketball and we just kept fighting we we would t- we would turn the ball over every now and then but next play we would get a bucket a good good offensive t- um, just moving the ball being efficient how we how we're supposed to do I mean you that kid Beckford right. Um, very athletic. 11? Yeah. 11, yeah. He's, he's a beast. And it just seemed like you guys were just kind of messing with him the entire game. I thought defensively you guys put outstanding. But I will say, especially for you, it's tough to beat teams when they shoot 58% from the floor. And that's exactly what you guys did. And, you know, the start of the season that you're having, you're leading the GMAC in field goal percentage. What What is Coach Starp kind of echoing to you guys um, in, in the matter of valuing possessions and taking good shots? Mm, yeah, we, we've, talked, we've talked plenty about that as – Coach Sharp's always he always echoes we want we want easy buckets. We want easy buckets and we want buckets in transition and you know if we have two, three possessions that aren't good, we're only getting one, two or three passes and we're getting a shot up, you know, the next possession we really need to grind, we really need to get five, six passes, get some good screens in there, get some easy easy looks. Looking at your numbers from the game, yeah, I mean, dude, you just you lit it up. Sixteen points, seven boards, four assists. If you were ever on the court, you played thirty three minutes. But let's look at uh, a guy that came off the bench and came up in a big, big way, and that's Tavon Brown. He played 29 minutes, 6 of 6 from the floor, uh, had 13 points and 7 boards. What can you talk about uh, Tavon's improvement and, and what he's looking like for the rest of the season? Uh, our boy Brown, he's he's really stepped up, and we're really proud of him. You know, he, he plays with it himself. Uh, he doesn't try to do he, – he knows what he can do and what he can't do. And, you know, he always tries to make the winning play. And 
when he has an opportunity to go to the rim or he has an opportunity uh, to shoot it, he'll take it, and he's really confident. He's been knocking them down. He's just been great. Biggest thing for us is he's been offensive rebounding. Usually we don't really have um, – our numbers aren't really great in history of offensive rebound in the last couple of years, and he just brings that for us, and it's just huge. We're getting extra possessions and extra shots just, just because of his effort. Little-known fact, uh, I was actually Tavon's RA – a couple of years ago. And oh, I, boy, oh, boy. Dude, I, I've got stories for days. I remember him being a knucklehead. He was roommates with Austin, uh-huh. uh, who, I mean, he's an unbelievable player as well. But dude, they were just absolute terrors. And uh, so so can you testify that they've grown up a little bit in these past couple of years? Yeah, they've grown up just a little bit. I mean, I, I roomed with them actually the year after that. And uh, we had we had some good times. We had some difficulties. But, you know, once everything's going well, you know, once like they're going, they're doing well in school, we're doing well on the court, you know, everything just kind of pretty smooth and they kind of, they, they know what to do. Talking to Davis Larson here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Davis, uh, another guy that stepped up uh, in the starting lineup has to be redshirt freshman Patrick Cartier. Um, first couple games watching him, um, looked like it tossed around a little bit down low. Dude, on Saturday, he battled down there against some really big guys. What have you seen through the first couple games with Patrick and his improvement? I think, you know, it's his, it's his first time playing. It's for, he's, he's, a, he's a redshirt freshman. He hasn't seen live action in a game yet, and he's starting. So that's, that's a lot of pressure putting on a, a 19-year-old kid, you know, that hasn't played. He didn't play at all last year and just going through practice. He's he just going through uh, growing, pra- growing pains, and we've all, we've all gone through it. I've gone through that, and it's tough, you know, and – the biggest thing is he he's got everyone on the team's got his back, you know. Everyone supports him. Every everyone's reminding him like he's he's the best player on our team. He can be the best player on our team. He's the most skilled and he's really athletic. He he can do a lot of he can do a lot of good things that a lot of the guys on the team can't, you know. And we just got to keep echoing him that we got to keep feeding him the rock. And like like you said, he's he's shown improvement the last couple of days. He's been a he's been a force down low and it's offensively and defensively and that's huge. So looking ahead, um, this Wednesday. Big game, uh, home against Wayne State, and then you guys have a little bit of a lull in the schedule before um, conference play. What are you guys gonna gonna do um, this Wednesday to make sure that you're above 500 heading into conference play? I think it all st- starts with the preparation. You know, I think Wayne State uh, and Davenport are pretty similar. You know, they like to run and gun. They're a fast team, and uh, we're just kind of prepared the same way. A um, lot of transition stuff and. The biggest thing is we. The biggest thing is with these teams that pressure and uh, play fast is just to stay calm, move the ball, share it. Uh, don't take as many dribbles. Set some good screens. You know, get some easy looks. And that that and when we do that, we'll we'll wear and tear on them like we did uh, against Davenport. How do you feel about playing against these Gleak teams? You know, teams that Hillsdale used to have in their conference schedule, and now they might they might think lesser of Hillsdale because we play smaller teams or whatever. But I mean, you've proven that you can play with with the best of them. How do you feel about playing against those teams? You know, I, I'm just excited. I know I know that some of the schools don't think highly of us uh, in terms of basketball. You know, and you know, these are big region games. I mean, at the end of the season, I know that it's so early. We're playing these teams so early in the season, but at the end of the season, these games matter a lot when it uh, in terms of resume. And so, you know, we're gonna prepare for them just as if we're pre- preparing for Finley. Allerson brought us any t- any team in our conference. So, and, and we got to play hard. We got to come out and uh, be ready. Dave, let's talk a little bit about your transition into this season. Obviously, a first team All GMAC player a year ago. Now you're in a captain position for Coach Tharp in the squad. Um, what, what what have you kind of done um, in that leadership role so far, and how has it helped you, you know, with your teammates and also with your game? Yeah, it's it's definitely been a transition. You know, I think I think you guys know we lost eight seniors last year, and 
Although like a lot, a lot of them played and some of them didn't, but those eight guys were such a staple of, on our team, you know, and this, uh, coming in this fall, seeing the guys we have and we're like, gosh, we're missing something. We're missing some key guys. We're missing some voices, some faces. And that was just kind of a shock. And, you know, being named captains, we, we have to fill that void. You have to fill that energy. You have to fill that positive influence. And honestly, that's probably been the biggest struggle for me on the team is staying positive when things go wrong, as I, I think is for any young leader. And so um, the biggest thing that I've been working on is staying, staying positive when things go down. It's easy to be a leader when things are going easy, you know, and we've had a couple losses this season. So that's when leaders really step up. And I just got to keep reminding myself. And I know the guys behind me, they, they respect me and they know that uh, I work hard and, you know, I want I want the best for them. And I think we're on the same page with that. You talked about it still being early in the season, and obviously it is. But but you being the captain, you've got you've got a pulse of the team, and you sort of see the way that the team is projecting. So so come, let's say midway through January, um, where can where can the Hillsdale Chargers be at? I think midway through January, I think we want to you know be towards the the top of the conference. I think we expect to be that way. You know, just how we play, Coach Tharp's leadership. Um, that's what we we expect to win. We don't expect anything less than that. And you know, we just got to keep playing defense. We got to keep sharing the rock, and uh, and then things will go our way. Dave, I think for um, a lot of the listeners, we had Connor Hill on last week, who's obviously a, a great voice and may not be a captain, um, but does a lot for this team, especially the motor, a big energizer bunny out there. Uh, you've obviously grown with Connor Hill over the over the years being here at Hillsdale College. Uh, what, what can you tell me about Connor? And obviously, uh, getting the starting nod on Saturday was a big was a big step up for him. Uh, just talk to me about Connor and what he's meant to this team. Yeah, I think I know Connor is a name captain, but we I think we've reiterated and we've talked to him. You know, although a captain's just a title and leadership, anyone can be a leader. You know, your voice is still so important. You're a four you're a four year guy. You know these guys, these especially these young guys, look up to you so much. You're such a, you're a big influencer on the team. You're just as important as me, Dill, all the, all the guys that have been here for a while. You know the, the guys respect you just as much. You know and you know when when he this in terms of basketball, you know he he's he's able to find the open guy and he's able to calm us down when things are going wrong. He's he's just a good ball handler and just a good leader out on the floor. You know he's the one calling the plays. Uh, when we're down the floor calling the out-of-bounds plays, you know, and we just look to him when we need a bucket. He's a bucket getter, you know. He's got a nice pull-up jumper, and we we rely on that. So he, he's just been a good spark for us this season. You are listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We're in the booth with Hillsdale College Basketball's own Davis Larson. Uh, Davis, real quick, halftime update of the Packers game. Uh, I don't know if you're going to want to hear this, but it's 23-0 uh, ers you got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding you at all. They hit a field goal as time expired, and they had a, a three-play drive for a touchdown right before then. All right. Any it's thoughts? Gonna, it's going to be an early night. That's all I know. I'm yeah. not watching the rest of the game. Are you, uh, so, so Packers, it looks like we're trending towards eight and three. Uh, mm-hmm. Still have control of the north. Uh, how do you feel about the, the season thus far? It's it's The NFC The NFC is absolutely loaded this year, yep. and it's it's crazy, you know. We were talking about getting either at this game. We're talking about either getting a one seed or you're going to get a five seed. You know, if we lose the next two games, we're looking from the outside in. So I mean, every game matters, and I know I know it's in San Fran. I know they only got one loss, but I know every game now in the back half of the season is almost a must win. And we've had two weeks to prepare for uh, San Francisco, and we're laying an egg. You know, that's just that's really frustrating. And 
Lafleur's got to got to get it together. Rogers obviously got to get together. He's got to get his team. He's got to be a leader, and uh, hopefully next hopefully we can finish this game strong. Uh, and hopefully next week we can uh, just continue to get some more dubs. So you got Patrick Cartier as as a cheesehead. Any other Wisconsin boys in the locker room? Yeah, we got uh, Jack Golke. We got we got a few Wisconsin oh, and guys. And then uh, obviously Coach Tharp. He's a Wisconsin guy. Coach Tharp's yeah. a Wisconsin guy. We actually got a kid, uh, Jacob Nagobi. He's uh, from Janesville, Wisconsin. He's unfortunately a Vikings fan, Ooh. so we make a, we make a lot of fun of him about that, and we give him a lot of uh, a lot of crap. But uh, you know that's kind of how that how that's how it works sometimes. But oh well. Did anybody see the Lions game today? Or because I uh, never mind. Forget no, it. no one's watching. Back that to anymore. basketball. Dave, we asked we asked Patrick Cartier um, when we had him on the show a couple weeks ago, what kind of what was his zone? What, what was he gonna get into? How did he prepare for games? And he said one of the biggest things that he does is he listens to country music. And he said that there's you, nothing wrong with that. He said okay, that, oh, that's what I was gonna ask you. He said that you sometimes jump on that bandwagon and listen to it with him, like when you guys are in the hotel room or whatever. So do you get hyped to country music before games? Country music's the only music I listen to, other than other oh than in, other than in other than in warmups or something when when the uh, obviously in the gym, but in the car even if I'm on my, if I'm on my way to the game I'm listening to country. You're listening to like heartbreak country music too, aren't you? You're getting your feels. Uh, probably not before a game. More like Truck Yeah by Tim McGraw. It's a little upbeat, more a little more upbeat. Old Rascal Flats, perhaps. I don't know about Rascal Flats. Okay, so what's in your playlist? Oh, that's a good question. You so after this, after this interview, you're gonna hop in your car. You're gonna throw on the aux. What's the first song that you're putting on? Ooh, that's a good question. That's why something, I, something with we're something, the best in, in the biz. something to do with Kenny, Kenny Chesney is probably my first. Well, whatever, one of his songs is probably first on my list. Is he one of the? Is he a country singer who sings about like tractors and stuff? He sings about pretty much everything. Okay, I, I, every all country music is pretty much about girls, trucks, got, uh, and that's or beer. But that's about it, pretty much. Dude, so. but also they're all millionaires, and so they don't, they don't drive themselves, and they don't oh, drink no. beer. Like that's no. ridiculous. No, but yeah, something probably so, something Kenny Chesney. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I saw him, uh, I want to say last April in Grand Rapids. He was he was crazy. He sounded he sounded just like he did on the radio. He was amazing. Are Are you one of those guys uh, leaving the floor? Do you have to make your last shot before you head to the huddle, like for uh, after warmups? Yes, I gotta make. You I gotta to make. make I gotta make one three. I got to make my three before we go and right before the national anthem. I got okay. I got to make a three. So will there ever be a moment in time where you just continue to shoot threes while the national anthem's going on, or do you think you're good enough to where you can just knock it down? I hope I'm good enough where I can <laughs> knock it down, but who knows? I've had some bad nights. Uh, hopefully they'll just wait for me before they sing. Okay, so you're saying that you wouldn't like max out at like seven and just call it quits and be like, all right, this is not going to be my night. Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most of the time to get mentally, I'll I'll, I'll force my if if I'm not ma- making a three, I'll probably go and shoot a free throw or something just uh just for mental. But hopefully I'll make a three before the national anthem. Do you have any sweet handshakes with with guys on the team? Not not specifically. On, we we dude. used to be a big handshake team. You know, coach our assistant coach, Coach Pritzel, last year had a uh, handshake with every guy on the team right before practice. We were when we were stretching, but we do a little different routine now. So we don't really have time for handshakes, and I've been tr- I've been trying to get it back. You know, us Wisconsin guys, we kind of do our own, like we kind of do our own thing. We get we al- we always I don't know whether it's chest bumps, we're just random stuff. You know, we get we get each other. Hyped, so it's though. a cult. You guys, it's are, not a cult. No, it's not a cult. No, it sounds like a cult. Like you guys, I think just we're get just pride from Wisconsin. It's just, we're just we have a lot of pride. So that makes from. you better than the people from like Michigan. Do you guys actually have anybody from Michigan on the team? 
Noah and uh, Peter Kaltoff. Uh, so only two. literally people from Hillsdale are the only people from Michigan. Next year, next year we'll have a kid from uh, Kalamazoo. A commit. Ooh. Yep. My neck of the woods and your neck of the woods. I guess like an hour away. So I, oh, okay. Sure. Uh, so you said that you have a new routine. What is that new routine with Coach Pritzel? For uh, like practice? Oh, like inst- instead of handshakes. So what we do now, we had a lot of um, – when we would stretch before practice, Coach Pritzel would come down and uh, just do whatever handshakes with us. A lot. We, each one – I'm surprised Coach Pritzel could memorize or remember every one of them. But it, it was really impressive, especially with 20 guys. But now we kind of do a different like habits of movement, you know, a uh, different stretching routine where he can't really get in and mm. dap us up, all that stuff, unfortunately. But we got to find a way somehow. Uh, so, like, I, dude, I'll never get over how good this Davenport game was, and so I want to circle back to that. What did you eat that day? Do you remember? Because that's what you need to eat every single game day for the rest of your career. Ooh, what did I eat that day? We got up at we had an eight o'clock uh, shoot around, and then we do pregame meal at finish line. And I had the club panini, okay, with jalapeno ranch, and uh, some chips. You know, something, something not too hearty. I, I don't like the eggs and the hash browns and stuff before a game. You know, that's I probably won't be feeling too well during the game. I'll probably be in the bathroom uh, right before, <laughs> and I don't want that. But uh, something to stay like something stable, something that uh, won't upset my stomach. You know. Stuff like that. So, Just a panini's like a sandwich. I, I'm big okay. on that. I so, don't want to eat too much right. either. Before before Wayne State, you got to go back to. Finish. Oh yeah, I'm definitely hitting that. Okay. Up. <laughs> All right. So so you got a nice little lull in the schedule, like I said earlier. You've got what like mm, I think it's over. over a week. It's yeah. eight eight days. You got eight days off. You got Thanksgiving in there. What are you guys gonna do during that eight day stretch? Uh, I think coach will give us a couple days off, and some of us will go home. I'm actually going home, and I haven't been home for Thanksgiving since senior high school something like that so it's been a few it's been like four years so i'm excited to do that i um i haven't seen my family at least a lot um they come up to they come up to games every now and then but like spending the holiday with them is will be pretty special dave i gotta ask you this because i feel like when i played basketball in high school there was a lot more opportunities for some practice um scuffles and because you guys are going against each other all the time usually coaches don't call fouls like yeah, they, they don't. This, they like, don't. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like so. Take like, let's go to like the third week in January. You guys have been with each other for months now, doing the same thing over and over again. Do things get pretty intense? I mean, as you'd expect, you know, you it's. I think we had we had this issue when we played, we played Toledo October nineteenth, and we didn't play Southern Indiana our first game until November 9th or something around that that weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're playing against our guys every single day for three and a half plus weeks. Oh, you're gonna get sick of playing against them because they know your moves. They know you're what you're gonna do. They're still gonna follow you. Tharp, <laughs> Roundy ain't calling those fouls. You know that's going to the other end. You're all mad. So obviously, obviously it gets a little heated. I know, but you know it's that's just part of the game. You know it's that's that's natural. You know we we all know we got each other's backs. You know, but it, it's bound to happen. Absolutely. Um, you called Coach Tharp Roundy because Roundy has a nickname for every single one of those players. What is your nickname, Davis Larson? <laughs> it's 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 very the last couple of years it. It's usually it's usually DL when it's just me and him. Davis Larson, obviously my initials. Um, and then Six right, before, right before <laughs> right before right uh, before he calls for starting lineup, he calls me Fat Boy because <laughs> Let's I tend to eat most of the Dude. leftover food that people uh, guys Fat on the boy. team don't eat. Uh, <laughs> two hundred and ten pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. That's all I know. Okay, <laughs> wow. all right, wow. there we go. 
listen, we're in the studio with him. We can attest to it. <laughs> uh, Davis, let's let's uh, let's get on the uh, the train of of reminiscence. Oh boy, let's let's talk about your best memory playing basketball. It doesn't matter what level. Ooh. Doesn't matter what level at all. Uh, you could have been six years old playing hoops with your dad in the front yard. You could have won, I don't know, state championship in high school. Whatever it was, your best memory. Ooh, I got, I got a lot. Man, that's tough. Another sick flex. <laughs> yeah, you, dude, I'm pretty good I've at basketball. I've got a lot of memories. <laughs> uh, one of them, just what comes to my head, was uh, walking out uh, in warm-ups. We were playing uh, at the Cole Center at, at University of Wisconsin-Madison uh, for the state semis. That was the first time our high school went to state since '93, and that was my senior year. That was that was just an unreal moment. You know, I can still see just just how the bright lights, how big the court was, uh, the big W in the uh, in the center of the court. That was pretty unreal. Um, you know, what? for some reason, I have a lot of memories uh, in pool basketball. You know, just playing hoops mm, in the pool, dunking on everybody. You know, splashing people, um, dunking them under the water. You know, that's some good memories right there. Dave, uh, it's been awesome talking to you. We have one more thing that you need to do for us and jake's gonna explain it to you yeah so we started it's it's a tradition that we do at the end of every single interview and it's just a really easy game uh and and its name is completely self-explanatory and it's called fake laugh until you real laugh all right okay Fake laugh. so we're just gonna fake we're just gonna fake laugh until a a guttural laugh all of us are yeah we're all going to all right all right ready so stone cold killer right now we'll count us down three two one. <laughs> All right, there we go. There you guys we go. Are terrible. Uh, Davis Larson, thank you so much for joining us during this horrific Packers game. Uh, big game coming up this Wednesday. Then have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's it's been a blast. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, go get them, Dave. Thank you again, and thank you for listening to Charge Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson, and I'm Jake Seaver. As you were listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.